Name five things that are Swedish that you like. One, Saab cars. Two, Stutterheim raincoats. <laughs> uh, three, H and M. Four, IKEA. Yeah, a little on the nose. I was trying to avoid that, but yep, okay. That's, no, no but I like it. It's yeah. it's the truth. I do like them. Number five, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a that's a throwaway answer right there. <laughs> okay, including um, Spotify. What about Max Martin? I like Max Martin. He makes all the hits. Sometimes I like Max Martin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sunday Supply. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam, and I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game. This week it was my turn, and I chose Bridge Constructor Portal, or as it should have been called. Bridge Constructor with Portals. Or Bridge Constructor Portal Edition. Bridge Constructor. There are a few portals around. Bridge Constructor Portal all over this place. (laughs) Bridge Constructor. Ooh, watch me portals, love. (laughs) Bridge Constructor. Portal, 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 portal. It's portals all the way down. (laughs) Edwin, explain to me Bridge Constructor Portal and the fewest bullet points possible. <laughs> All right. This is a strategy puzzle game. You basically need to build platforms using only beams or cables, uh, and you have to get a vehicle from the start to the end. Um, you get 60 levels, I believe, and on the way you will encounter uh, the titular portal, uh, some acid pools, sentry turrets, lasers, uh, a bunch of different gels that do different things. Some are bouncy, some speed you up, some style your hair in a really delightful quaff. Uh, once you have built enough platforms to get one truck across, your kind of test truck, then you can go through and uh, get a whole convoy of trucks, which is sort of up to five trucks. And that's kind of fun because that puts an additional strain on the infrastructure, on the frameworks that you've built. So yeah, they mm-hmm. usually you're testing down. it on scale. You're testing it for scale. It is web scale. <laughs> so that's a really nerdy joke. Yeah, so that's the fun part where usually all my bridges fall down and everyone dies. Yeah, it's like a simulator. You can construct the bridges and then test the bridges. Build bridge, test bridge, use bridge. This was created by HeadUp Games, and I believe they have previously done a bunch of bridge constructor type games. Uh, and then this is kind of takes the gameplay from those sort of previous bridge constructor series and then adds elements from the game portal and portal 2 which are a valve i get valve and steam mixed up valve is the company steam is the distribution platform yes you are correct the valve steam emanates from the valves so it should be the other way around really shouldn't it right well steam comes out of the valve the valve distributes the steam and it, yeah yeah that's true i it's shall write to them immediately <laughs> They should really just be called steam. (laughs) Or water, really. (laughs) Kettle. So yeah, right. Valve made Portal and Portal 2. And then this kind of mashes together the two. I believe this is fully licensed. And apparently even the dialogue sound effects and test chambers were developed in collaboration with the original Portal team. So says my research. I really haven't had time to research this because I have been traveling. I feel blessed that you have done due diligence. (laughs) On that, um, Sam, how do you like this game? 
I really wanted to like this. I really wanted to like this. Another contender for which game do you really wish you liked but didn't? Yeah, I, I was so excited. You were so excited. I was really excited to play this game. Yeah. And I even said a big emphatic yes. <laughs> right. Even did like a few fist pumps. You even if I recall correctly. You were finally excited by a game I picked. <laughs> yeah. And I ended up playing very little of it. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Should we do the top trumps early on? What level did you oh. get to, Sam? <laughs> oh my god, this is gonna be super embarrassing. <laughs> All right. I mean you do have the caveat that you have been traveling. I have been traveling. Although I would say all that time on planes is ideal game playing time. It is, but I really wanted to sleep on the plane this time. Mm. Um, and I couldn't, couldn't get myself to play Bridge Constructor Portal. I mean, it would be because you too of sleep. Its, yeah, because of the nature of the game. Like, I think that has something to do with it. So, the level that I got to is level eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got to level 20. That's not bad. That's halfway. Uh, almost halfway. Almost I think, halfway. I think there's 60 yep. levels, I think, yeah. You did a lot better than I did. Well, for once, I feel like normally yeah. you, you crush it. What were your problems with the game? I think the tutorials were, was way too long. I felt like even at level eight, I almost feel like I should have been left to my devices and actually exploring some of the features. But oh, every okay. time I started a level, even at level eight, I was faced with a unskippable dialogue of GLaDOS telling me what and what not to do. Oh, the unskippable intros to the levels. Oh, God. Yep, that was painful. Right. And while I do like the, the GLaDOS interactions... And I believe that is from Portal 1 and 2. It is from Portal. I've never played Portal at all, so I was coming at this completely fresh. I'm like, oh, I guess this is a thing. So I'm kind of guessing, but... And in the Portal games, like GLaDOS is a big part of telling you what to do, but it happens as you're discovering the level, right? So you're left to your devices, you're looking around, you're doing things and you're trying things, and GLaDOS is essentially kind of talking while you're doing things. So in a way, they try to kind of mimic this, but because with Bridge Constructor, I guess like you need to know some of the rules as to like what, you know, which construction pieces do what, GLaDOS is actually telling you exactly what to do for like these first few levels and it's unskippable and you have to follow it to a T in order for it to really work. It was very, very tedious. <laughs> it was a little bit tedious as an introduction to the game. You're like, Oh boy, this isn't fun. I um, should say, I believe this is the original voice actor of GLaDOS, uh, Ellen. I'm going to call her Ellen Allen. Yeah, I should know the name, but yeah, she's very, she is well known in the voice acting community, I think. Sadly, not a community I know very well, otherwise I would know her name. So sorry, Ellen, Alan. <laughs> you know what, like, I quite like the fact that the levels were, I don't know, there was some hand-holding. I think you're totally right, it went a bit too far. The unskippableness of it was annoying. Like, even even if you've played that level before, you would st- you can't, you come back to it a few hours later, you still get the intro again. And that was quite frustrating. I never played this with sound, so I am missing quite a large part of the gameplay, but they have it written out in text and stuff. And then it seems like the final frame or the final instruction like pauses for like 10 seconds and you can't do anything. You can't even skip that. I'm just like tapping on the screen going, yes, okay, let's play. So there's a lot of personality that's actually built into the conversations that GLaDOS actually has with you. Right, so I was missing that. And I feel like they tried to mimic it in this game with an unskippable dialogue box. Whereas in the original Portal games, you can sort of try out things as she's speaking. 
right? Oh, I see. And so there's yeah, there's right. a slight different paradigm. So I feel like they're trying to cram in that conversation in a way that, you know, like, hey, this is part of the game. Like, you should really feel the personality of Glados, right? But to make that kind of unskippable, right? And you have to go through it was kind of forcing it upon you, and I felt that was that made the game like pretty daunting and tedious for me. In addition to that, then even building the bridges is pretty tedious and daunting as well. Even on a plus size phone, like I can't even imagine what this is like on a regular iPhone, but on a plus size phone, I'm just like zooming in and like just moving my finger a little t- bit to like make a tap, like you kind of tap to create an anchor point, stretch out. So basically you have, you have two construction devices you can use, which is like a, a, a beam or a cable. And you both use them both the same way. You tap the start, tap the end, and you know they're only a certain length. They have to connect to each other. Um, it can't be too long. Can't be too short. Uh, you can double tap to remove, and there is like an undo button, which is right. kind of helpful. But you know, just the it just wasn't pleasing to construct these bridges. Yeah. So the mobile conversion of this game is actually really well done. Like I feel like they made a lot of consideration for you know your finger not getting in the way. Like it actually moved the point above mm-hmm. to where you're tapping, so you can actually see where you're moving it to. Yes, that's always problem with the touch right is you're you're obscuring the thing you're touching tapping does like a really specific function versus like just swiping it does like a pretty specific function so they made really good considerations for a mobile device um it just seems unlikely that someone who has an opportunity to play this outside of a mobile device would prefer that right so what i mean is to me it felt like a great opportunity to try this game if you don't have a PC or any other gaming platform, right? Like by all means, like you should play this. Mm-hmm. But a mobile device is definitely not the way to really enjoy this game. Yeah, because I believe it is available on other platforms. Yep, it's available on Steam. Aha! And then even once you had built a bridge, there wasn't some. There was something not that pleasing about getting the truck all the way across. I don't know if you felt the same. I was a bit like, oh, yeah, okay, great, yeah. There is like a nice element of it succeeding. I mean, the the whole point of these bridge construction games is to also enjoy the parts that it doesn't succeed. Right. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> when it does fall yeah. in. Fail, fail fast. Totally. But whenever I did fail, it felt really detrimental to whatever progress that I was making, that I was unknown why I was tracking my progress. Like, yeah. either it counted the number of cars that I've wasted or the number that I've used for this experiment, like the, the cost that I've used for this experiment. Do you get a, a uh, ever-rising counter of the number of dollars you spent? And I never really yeah. got that whole thing. Well, that mechanic's kind of in, in, introduced, and you get, oh, you wastefully spent this at the end of each level, but at no point were there any consequences. That little thing like really got stuck in my head. Like <laughs> It's golf all over again. <laughs> yeah, it's golf all over again. It's like... <laughs> Why am I wasting this money? Like, why am I really trying to strive to not make any mistakes? And that notion of you being able to make mistakes, like, immediately made me want to try my best as possible. And you know, whenever that happens, like, the perfectionist in me, plus the procrastinator in me, what a combination, just made me say, f it. <laughs> Sorry. One more beef I have is that the, the progression of difficulty of the levels felt kind of uneven i felt like i was either oh this is super easy bom, 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 let me do it or i got stuck straight away and 
I really kind of wish that there was like, oh, a little bit of a, a hint system, maybe like, like they have in Thimbleweed Park. Like, oh, obscure hints just to kind of push you in the right direction a little bit. Like Yankai's Peak, the name of the level kind of gives you a bit of a clue as to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like some icons in the lower lower right corner that kind of show you what, I guess, I never quite got it, but it seems like what features are in this level. Right, and that's a carryover from the original Portal games. Ah. When you're actually in the Portal games and those icons are a lot bigger, like they make sort of clear representation as to what to expect from the level. Like you'll see, oh, something's going to fly out from the sky or like there are going to be platforms or there's going to be a companion cube. Like those kind of things are going to appear and it gives you some hints as to like what the levels are. I do believe like the levels did have clever names, but they weren't really helpful in any way. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like there wasn't enough of a hint to really have you do the thing that it expected you to do. Yeah, I think like once you got stuck, you were just stuck. And I felt like there wasn't like, oh, here's a way to get unstuck other than just going to the internet and binging for the answer and going, oh, right, here it is. Let me just recreate this entirely. Should we go into the three by threes? Three by threes, always three, sometimes two. Let me start because I think you always start. (laughs) Okay. Because I sing the song and then I launch right into my good points. Good points. All right, Sam, please give us your good points. This is a full-fledged game on mobile. So the production is great. I believe it is a really good conversion from PC to mobile. Uh, And whatever you'd find on a mobile game, you can do very well on a PC game. And if by all means you have a chance to try this out on mobile and mobile is your only platform... This would be a good way to experience bridge constructing bridge constructor bridge constructor portal. I kind of wrote something similar. Like it's very polished and like conceptually coherent. It like felt uh, like a coherent, good game idea as one. Like hey, this feels like a well-made game. My so my second point is they did make some good adjustments for mobile use. You know, like taking consideration of your finger, and I guess like snackable chunks of gaming so each level is a snackable chunk is pretty good you can experience one level and then come back to it later and play another level so that's pretty well done also yeah no ads straight in 499 purchase no in-app purchases required yeah i put like you know nice intro and guide through the levels to begin with i know i felt like they did a reasonably good job of guiding you in and then kind of introducing the different concepts and stuff like that for each level but perhaps a little heavy-handed. Yeah, it was a little heavy-handed. Um, and that might lead into some negative points. But before that, last point for the positive is that it is a pretty good sim game where you know you set some things and you see how it happens, right? You see what happens. <laughs> That's a really physics. good point. Yeah. Maybe sort of educational-ish in a little way. Yeah. Although do not let me build bridges in the real world. Exactly. (laughs) There is something like when it tells you about how to build support structures with like triangles above the roadway, right? Like that's kind of clever. And you can actually see where the stresses are happening as the trucks move along. And I don't think you get a lot of these kind of sim games or like, you know, build something and see what happens on mobile, right? If, If they can make other games like this, I think those would be, it would be a great experience on mobile as well. Yeah, and they do provide a best practices handbook in the settings menu where you can go and uh, peruse how to build bridges or the different shapes they suggest you can try out. It's like, oh, that's a nice touch. But still not quite enough to get you unstuck on certain levels. Right. On to the bad. 
it seems like I still haven't gone through the tutorials uh, and me being on level eight. There's still tutorials at level 20 or level, level gotcha. 19. There's still yeah. new stuff being introduced all the time. That just seems like it's way too tedious. Um, I think I love the aspect of building the character and the, the personality of GLaDOS and the world that it's in, but it shouldn't be through the tutorials or mandatory tutorials. You would have liked it to have been kind of worked into the game somehow a little better than just a unskippable intro for each level. Exactly. Like maybe if I make my first mistake without consequences, right? Like that was the other thing. Like it's just too consequential. The money going up, I have no idea what that's about. It could mean nothing, but I felt like something. <laughs> You're a financially conscious uh, young adult. <laughs> Not so young adult, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> well, if anyone's looked at your bookshelf, they would surmise you're a young adult. <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> Only the Hunger Games. And all of Brandon Sanderson's work. One thing I didn't like was uh, this sort of faux corporate jargon that they really hammered into the game. I think that was from the original Portal, I guess, but mm-hmm. I found it got pretty tiresome. Like It wasn't amusing. It just, eh, I wasn't into it. I don't know if you felt the same way. Well, that has to be delivered through GLaDOS as well. Mm, to make it to really land. Whenever GLaDOS like, says it, it's kind of sarcastic and funny. Yeah, right. But if you just read it, it could read completely dry and... Yeah, I mean, I got and, that it was supposed to be humorous. Uh, it just didn't really work for me. I was be like, oh, yeah, I get you. It's, it really has to do with like the character and the world that it's set in. Uh, and it actually pokes fun at it. So yeah, it's, it's right. interesting that you that's became a negative for you, where I think that's primarily some of the character that people really enjoy about these Portal games in terms of the, the character that's involved. Yeah, because I'm coming at this completely newbie and I'm listening to a podcast while playing it and turn off all the sounds. So, <laughs> yes. So take my criticism with uh, that, that in mind. That was a French pronunciation. Definitely. While this was a game on the mobile, it just didn't play as a mobile game. Like, I think if you're to truly enjoy this, I think you need to enjoy this, enjoy the game in like one hour chunks. Right, not in like five minute chunks, which I think is more, um, more of a scenario in like a, a mobile gaming thing. Um, so overall, like the feel of the game is not really a mobile game, and it didn't allow me to enjoy it in the way that it was supposed to be enjoyed. Yeah, my second band point talked about it earlier. Yeah, the levels were either very easy, or I was completely stuck. Like once I'd made my first attempt at the structure, and that didn't work, I was kind of like, oh. Uh, well, I don't know what to do now. Off I go to YouTube. Maybe I'm just a doofus, which is eminently possible, but I would have liked a little kind of hint system or something just to kind of guide the less experienced bridge constructor through the game or to give him little hints. My final point, the levels are very daunting. And the fact that there are so much, there's so much tutorial built in just with the money also being involved, it just felt like... I didn't get yeah. a good feeling. Feels like heavy. It was very heavy to it's get a into. Good observation. Yeah, yeah. I feel that too. I was like, oh, there's so much going on, but then at the same time, doesn't seem to be many consequences. Like mm-hmm. this money, for example, and then there's like three people on a truck, and sometimes they fall off, but that doesn't seem to matter. I didn't feel good after finishing a level. <laughs> it was just sort of like kind of weird. Uh, my final bad point: uh, very fiddly to build these bridges, and then. It, uh, isn't that that is the whole gameplay is you're using beams and cables and that's all you can use this isn't fun to build 
It's not really fun to complete a level. Not fun. No fun. One of the things that I actually tried to do on the plane was like, hey, I'm going to break this out on the iPad Pro with my Apple Pencil. Right? Oh, look at you. Then maybe I can have fun with it. And then I was, and I thought that's totally defeats the purpose of like why we're doing this in the first place. <laughs> right. And so I decided against that. Um, I think that would have made it slightly more enjoyable, but overall, like, I don't think that would be, that would be a fair representation of yeah. this being a mobile game. Good question. Does iPad fall under a mobile gaming device? Nope. Okay, great. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Let's get into the final seven-day ratings. Sam, how many days out of seven did you play this? I played it four out of seven days. Nice. Yeah, I played about two levels each day, and then there was a hard stop after the fourth day. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give it a five, which is actually higher mm. than maybe my, my review would suggest. But you know what? I actually played it most days. Um, found myself having to yeah, bing for level solutions and getting those. You know, just constant binging gets tiresome. And like seeing the full solution, you're like, oh. So yeah, I really would love. I'd almost recommend a better search engine, but I think I don't think that's really the issue. <laughs> Will you be playing this after this show goes out on air? I have no idea. It's not one of those things that I actually want to play on the plane. It's not like a, a casual <laughs> pick up and play. It's a very non-casual. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't remember like if you were halfway through a level and you came back to a few hours later I feel like it wouldn't have saved what you built and you'd have to start the level afresh but don't quote me on that I, I, I totally think yeah if I'm halfway building through a bridge that's very intricate and I'm proud of it Look at my bridge, happen Mom. to go away from the app for like an hour <laughs> and come back to it it would restart the level probably oh no my bridge I have burned this bridge <laughs> Sam, what game shall we be playing for the next seven days? Edwin, you have seven days to play. Ding, ding. Gora Goa. It's not a sexually transmitted disease. Oh, phew. Okay. And okay. how would we be spelling that? Okay. G-O-R-A-G-O... No. It's G O. Oh, that's close. It's popped up. R-O-G-O-A. Uh, a patchwork fable? Editor's choice? Yes. Four ninety nine. Oh, I'm going to go go broke playing with this damn podcast. Right. <laughs> I feel like we should be compensated for this in some way. Do I get to read the app store description? Mm. Who, who reads it again? I don't know. We haven't we haven't established precedent. Sam, read it to me. I, f- I feel like being read to. Gorogoa is an elegant evolution of the puzzle genre, told through a beautifully hand drawn story, designed and illustrated by Jason Roberts. Thank you, Jason. Title. Uniquely imaginative puzzles. The gameplay of Goragoa is wholly original, comprised of lavishly illustrated panels that players arrange and combine in imaginative ways to solve puzzles. Impeccably simple, yet satisfyingly complex. Wow. Okay. So I'll stop there. <laughs> um, so immediately, mm-hmm. you will get a sense that this is kind of like Framed. Do you remember that game? I do remember Framed. Yeah, that sprung to mind. Yep. So it will have that kind of feel to it, but um, this won a lot of like indie buzz, and it's apparently something that this guy has been working on. Jason Roberts uh, has been working on for a very, very long time. Well, I look forward to playing this game. Although I should correct myself, as it says, 
Goragoa isn't just a game, it is a work of art, <laughs> expressing itself through soulful, charming illustrations and distinguished puzzle mechanics. So I look forward to playing this work of art. Now, when, you, when you read it, it just sounded like so sarcastic. <laughs> For some reason. It's the British accent. I can never be sincere. It's the curse that I carry on my shoulders every day. Do you want to do a bonus topic? Uh, let's do. Do you want to pick one? Since we have, we've accrued quite a few yeah. uh, topics. Edwin, I have, been, I have been told through the grapevine and mm-hmm. through the apple vines... Do they grow on vines? No, they grow on trees. Through the apple tree, that you have got yourself a phone case that is similar to mine. <laughs> In case you didn't listen to our previous show, Is This the Show? Now available at isthisthashow.com. I think we accidentally did an episode where we talked about phone cases for 20 minutes. <laughs> some high quality content, let me tell you. And on that episode, I uh, had been using the, oh, what was it called? Oh, the peel, peel case. Yeah. Which has like the super thin essentially sheath for one's phone right you must have seen it on your facebook ads yeah they were like super hardcore everywhere on facebook and instagram for like a few months ago mm-hmm. haven't seen them for a little while yeah they must be developing the new cases now even thinner even peelier <laughs> yeah so i've been using that for a little while thing is that got scratched up pretty pretty quick it's because i mean it's not a resilient case and it also i also got the jet black which is the glossy version so that sort of scratched up and then became kind of cheap feeling. I've been using my phone au naturel for a good few months, which I'm kind of enjoying. But then Sam has always been a proponent of the flappy case. The folio. What is this called? Folio the folio. Cases. I call it a flappy case. That's better. But the folio case, yeah. <laughs> so uh, on a whim last week, I was like, all right, let's try it. Uh, it is the Belk something or other innovation inspires let technology inspire you the really nice motivational quote on the inside cover i believe the actual quote is belk italian style fall in love with technology (laughs) (laughs) and then it has like a a lovely uh caesar style wreath around the outside yeah it's kind of like a cross between a bush or and a wreath yeah. Right. It's like uh, what movie posters will put their, you know, uh, can <laughs> awards in. <Right>. Indie <laughs> award that you might not have heard. Best folio case in a film, 2017. <laughs> uh, but Sam, I'm back on a nude case. <laughs> this lasted about three days. <laughs> it's just too much case for me. Mm. It's a lot of case. Yeah. Using the iPhone Plus size is quite hard one-handed but with this ridiculous flappy case on it it's impossible to use one-handed so like i think i've adjusted myself to just about be able to use my phone one-handed but now with this big flappy thing on it i was like oh, i can't even so <laughs> alas it has been decased case and i'm back off. to i'm back to iphone au natural is it is it because you can't open it with one hand i guess i noticed that i maybe use the volume quite a lot or the uh silence on and off yeah a little bit more than i realized and of course with the that's where the the fold is in the phone yep. so you have to open it and then reach around um so yeah that kind of got in the way i do like this little magnetic click of the of the cover mm-hmm. i think i was also tripped up a little bit that my mind wants to treat it like a ipad smart case that turns off the phone and turns on the phone oh, right or rather turns on and off the device as you open and close the case but that is that not is not a the case. case. It's a dumb case. So your phone just stays on in the background. Um, 
playing a game is you have to fold this all the way around, and that's a little bit annoying. On my commute, I use the Bose noise-canceling headphones that have the stupid battery pack. Right. So in addition to my phone, and then a flappy fold-around case, and then a battery, it's like, that's just a lot to hold in my hand while you know trying to play yeah. Bridge Constructor Portal on the subway. <laughs> that's true. Alas, this will not be the case that will be lasting for me, but... That's it. I am going to keep it for plane journeys because it does have the nice uh, stand function so my phone can stand up right. uh, in portrait. No, my, st- my phone can stand up in horizontal, horizontal Landscape mode. Landscape mode. Well, landscape mode. Yeah, so <laughs> what you can do is you can kind of half open the flappy case and then tilt back the back and your phone will remain at a nice angle as you can place it on top of someone's head or on your table. But I found that, that I, I guess I look and I use my phone more often than I thought. Like even checking the time, I, I would often just like whip out my phone, check the time, put it back in my pocket. And with the flappy case, I'm like, put it out, flap open, unlock the phone, flap. Yeah, that, that was just cumbersome. If I'm walking down the street as well, <laughs> this flappy thing in my hands, right. this is not the case for me. But Sam, you love it. I'm already so used to it that I can do everything. Only thing that still annoys me to this day is sometimes I would flip around the flap Right, and it goes to the back of the phone, and I want to take a picture, mm-hmm. and the flap is covering the camera. Right, you have to do an iPad style two handed <laughs> yeah. photograph. I need to take a photo yes. like this, which is like <laughs> I just look like an idiot. But you know, I don't care. <laughs> Good for you, Sam. Yeah. Who cares what people think? Okay, right. Let's move on before we do another twenty minutes on phone cases. Before we go, things of the week. My thing of the week, Edwin, is Stardew Valley on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, The one game that might tempt me to buy a Switch. Yes, I have to tell you, the Stardew Valley implementation of the Switch is pretty, pretty good. When's it coming to iOS? Um, I don't think it's going to come to iOS, but if you really want to play it, I do believe that you can play it on uh, your Mac. Get out of town. Let's check. Let's bing it right now. Bing, 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 bing. Stardew Valley. Yeah, it's available on your Mac. Whoa. On Steam from Valve. Okay, cool. All right, and you're playing it? I'm playing it, yep. So I recently just got into it, so I'm still in spring. It will go through one year through the seasons as you start your farm in Stardew Valley. Um, but it's all about like making friends, so I'm not sure you're going to oh. like it now. You technically don't have to make any friends, <laughs> but they are beneficial. No. You can make friends in other ways, which I'm sure you'll figure out how. Turns out farming is, you know, is all about networking. Right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of interested in what you'll think of this game um, initially, because it might seem like pointless and... I mean, let's not forget, I loved Egg, comma, Ink, period. Mm, yeah, yeah. But there it was very, like, mission-focused, right? I see. This the, is... Uh, cultivating the earth. Yeah, like, you know, you're left with a farm, and it's kind of like, all right, go do it. And you're like, mm, what exactly do I have to do? Uh, <laughs> so it'd be interesting to find out what you think of it, if you ever play it. No pressure, Edwin. Since we did not do very well on our supplementary challenge last week... I'm not sure we should set another supplementary challenge this week. <laughs> mm. If you recall, our supplementary challenge was to watch the movie Bright. Oh, right. Yeah. Which I have done. I'll do that for next time because I, I was planning to watch it on my flight. It would have put you to sleep. <laughs> I really wanted to sleep. The thing is, I couldn't sleep 
and I wasn't able to watch anything. Oh, so it was the worst of all worlds. It was it was the worst because I was also expecting an aisle seat. Oh, of course you have to. I got a, a I got a middle seat. Oh, the middle seat. Oh, the worst. Yeah. Oh, the worst of all seats. Yeah. I mean, a window seat is acceptable. It was a, it was a very rough plane ride. But luckily, you had Stardew Valley to play. Yes, uh, I, I play, actually played Stardew Valley, Valley back in the hotel room. My thing of the week is a podcast. Would you believe? Because that is all that I do. Um, <laughs> it is a new. Sh- <laughs> I don't think it's new, but it is new to me. Uh, it is a show called The Watch uh, from the Ringer Network, ah. which is Bill Simmons' mm-hmm. venture after leaving ESPN. This is two guys talking about TV, which is kind of interesting. I would suggest as a start episode. One from uh, December, which is uh, the best TV of 2017 with Sam Esmail, who you may know is the creator, writer, and director of Monsieur Robot. Mm. So that was really interesting. Otherwise known as Mr. Robot in Western countries. I am French and I am watching Monsieur Robot. <laughs> Monsieur L'Ordinateur. <laughs> which is Mr. Computer. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Season one was great. Season two, I lost interest. Season three, I've not watched at all. Mm. But there is no doubt he is a skilled TV and filmmaker. So it's very interesting to hear, you know, someone super deep in the TV industry talking about the shows they liked. And he's also fantastic on radio. He has this great radio voice. Ah, very cool. Uh, Definitely check it out, especially if you're kind of like, oh, what are the shows that I may have missed in 2017? Looking for new shows. I feel like January, what's next? What am I going to watch? So I started Terraced House last night. Oh, the Japanese show? The Japanese, yeah. Where they're super polite to each other. <laughs> oh my god, they're so nice. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's sort of like, uh, <laughs> I guess I was kind of expecting like Big Brother, like the British TV show that's sort of <laughs> flopped in the US, basically get a bunch of assholes in a house and film it. Don't you feel like it almost is satirical to those shows? Of like, right, yes. how nice they are to each other. I watched the first episode and they could all like meet each other the first time. And they all say, oh, I look forward to living with you. <laughs> Which I couldn't work out if that's like a thing. It's a cultural thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm so looking forward to living with you. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so nice. When you, when, you, when you normally meet someone, it's like very nice to meet you. And like one of the things that you say is if you're meeting someone older or someone who's like more experienced, it's like you say like to the point of, um, like I'm in your hands or like, please show me like how to do things. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it is a very cultural thing. So yes, I am watching that. And I started watching Patriot as well. So two little bonus things of the week there in case you uh, want to find some new TV shows to watch. Uh, Patriot is a Amazon original, Amazon original, <laughs> which I can't work out if it's a drama or a comedy. I think it's both. Mm. But I will be watching a few more, few more episodes. I have been listening to our favorite show, Do By Friday, mainly because it is now on Spotify. Get out of here. How exciting. It is. Uh, very excited to see that being on Spotify. So hopefully I'll be listening to a lot more of it now. Edwin, you have seven days to play Gorogoa. I look forward to playing not just a game, but a work of art. Play along with us at home. Tweet us your game suggestions at seven days to play. Follow us on Instagram at seven days to play. Like us on Facebook at 7 Days to Play. Find us on Spotify at 7 Days to Play. And don't email us. Bling! 7 Days to Play!